inevitable. You mean you have to use your hands? That's like a baby's toy. I'm totally Batman. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, uh. <laughs> Shh. Communing with your spirits. Welcome to California, bud. Kawabunga. The world of magic. And after that, I just sort of space out for about an hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Secondary Heroes podcast. We're talking about the latest Marvel What If episode. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey guys, this is Prague. And this is DeLorean Wolfgang with special guests. That's right, we have a special guest this week. This special guest is in the garage with me. Let's hear it for Cricket, everybody! <laughs> That's right, we're going to hear a whole lot of Cricket in this episode. I am so sorry, I apologize, but you know what? You you just got to deal with some, certain little things, you know. It's on par for our podcast. Makes yeah, sense. we had to bring the real connection to our fans. <laughs> the crickets. Uh, Long-time listener. <laughs> Long-time <laughs> listener. Here's Cricket. here's one third of the conversation the whole time, and it's just me. So yeah. So what if the best of intentions have very strange consequences? That's mm-hmm. a real conundrum i do say yes yes indeed so shall we dive into some spoiler free reviews of this episode head first in a ferrari or a lamborghini or whatever we're driving how wow i mean this episode was dark but that was dark what you said let's dive in i i know that's true i did i did that was unintentional though a beautiful lamborghini with a lovely lady anyways who wants to go first i'll go first um this was a dark episode now i've been hearing a lot that people say that this is their all-time favorite episode so far and i'm like it's only four episodes i (laughs) i could see yeah out of the four episodes and i'm like okay i could see that but it was it was good i don't know I'm trying to think of if there might have been anything better than this, but I, I enjoyed this one. The, here's the thing is I'm enjoying this whole series. I think this whole series is really fun and okay. enjoyable, but I'm liking I'm liking seeing this part of Doctor Strange because it, it gives me so much hope for when the film comes out. Because if this is how dark they're going to make Doctor Strange here in this cartoon on Disney+, Plus, how... I mean, they've already said that Doctor Strange is going to be a possible horror movie uh, right. in the future. So having this, what we just got, is very intriguing for the future. So I'm pretty excited. But this was a pretty cool episode. I, I do kind of wish I would have lived in the world just a tad bit longer. They spent their time, a little too much time on certain things, but... I, gotcha. I understand yeah. that it was fully necessary, but yes, I enjoyed it. I think it was a cool episode. I know that I say it every week. It's fun. So there. Hey, it's fun again. Right. Cool. <laughs> Tagline. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go next, Trevor? Or you want me to go? Sure, I'll go next. I thought that. I think episode two is still probably my favorite because it's so fun, but I really respect what episode four did just in terms of the 
scope of what it means because the whole idea of this show is that all of these universes happen and they're all simultaneous and there's this whole expectation that everything's happening at once but not every timeline turns out good there some timelines end and you have to come to terms with that to show us literally how that could happen and then it poses the whole idea of there's just so many scenarios like all the heroes every single superhero there is has something in their backstory where there's a point and what makes them a hero is that they overcome it they mm-hmm. always overcome that point that's why they're a hero and we never see the other side of that aspect and i thought they did a really good job of that and also it shows how powerful doctor strange is it's tough for audiences to kind of connect because it's you have to kind of understand the metaphysical or at least accept and embrace that there's a whole metaphysical realm he's capable of more than anybody else it's not even close and so just to see that firsthand of what he could potentially do they they did a really good job and ultimately that animation just that thing at the end i want that in some kind of collectible form yeah wow <laughs> well said nice. god you guys make me sound like a dumb dumb when you explain this stuff <laughs> like it's fun it's cool to watch <laughs> small adjectives are fun um i uh, i enjoyed this episode i'm thinking with trevor the second one's still gonna be my favorite um it's gonna be hard to top the second one i'm sure they will maybe um we'll see what the i know the zombie one's coming up but i do like because this is a kind of a similar trope I, we've seen in a lot of kind of I guess sci-fi time travel type scenarios. Um, not to spoil too much of the episode, but um so I've seen that before, but what I really liked was seeing the possibilities. Like whichever said, just all of that um was really exciting to me. Like that's kind of what I enjoy about comics is really kind of like going off into these really dark corners and weird magic and um endless possibilities, really. Um now, to your point, Alex, the new movie was supposed to be um, like horror, but that was a different director. He is no longer with the project. Oh, so no way. It might still be horror. Like they still might have retained some of the script. Sure. But it's a different director. Um, so I'm not too sure how much of a tone they're going to keep in the horror realm. I would assume it's going to be because they still have Wanda in it. There's going to be witchcraft and there's going to be a whole bunch of dark magic. So it, it could still be. You know, horror. and I hope it is because I think that that aspect of this episode was its was its strength. It was really diving into the dark arts of Marvel, which we haven't seen before. So, in that respect, I really did enjoy it, and I did I liked the ending. So, hmm. Yeah, the ending was. Well, actually, no, I'm not going to say anything about the ending. <laughs> we should talk about our socials. That's what we should do. Make sure to go over to crossthestreamsmedia.com for Will links do. to all of our socials and all of our episodes. You can also uh, check out some of our sister shows. That's right. We do have sister shows. They're friends of ours. Hey, from the Dorksman, the Movie Gap podcast, Three Beers and a Mic, Dan Aykroyd podcast, Front Row Negative, Burn Appetit, and so many more. Every week, they add more. It's crazy. Actually, STS guys. You guys know STS guys. Yeah, they're even on there now. There's so many just 
I think they even just announced a new one in the last few days, too. Uh, and all of that is at crossthestreamsmedia.com. And if you don't want to use Cross the Streams Media, go to our socials at Secondary Heroes. We are Secondary Heroes everywhere, including YouTube, where you can like and subscribe to all of our videos. Uh, or you could listen to our podcast, Ed. I know you're watching out there, buddy. Wink! Uh, but for those who are listening, please go and rate and review our podcast over on iTunes because that really does help it. And I just learned how much these likes actually help the podcast. Like we jumped huge numbers because people were liking our podcast. It's very interesting how that all works. Anyways, all this is free for you. It's priceless to us. Awesome. So if you are new to the show, we start with our spoiler-free aspect and then dive full on with spoilers. So if you haven't seen this episode yet, we're going to spoil it. And then after we talk about episode four of What If, we're going to potentially talk about what ifs and different dark timelines and ideas beyond the Marvel Universe. So stay tuned for that. But now, what happens if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hand? So for me, the biggest spoiler problem is the same as episode three. I really like this episode, but again, they shifted the goalposts on the what if. The what if query is now, what if Doctor Strange and Rachel McAdams stayed together? Which is previous than when we started. That's the actual inflection point of this. Jeez. Yeah, I noticed that too. And I think it's confusing a lot of people now because they're all like, wait, how do the what ifs actually work then? You know, it kind of creates a problem in and of itself that I don't think that the producers really sat down to discuss. Like, hey, each person who's writing the episodes, make sure you, you know, start off a certain way so that you understand the what if splitting point. Because, yeah, it was kind of confusing. I'm like, I was trying to remember the movie. I'm like, I don't remember them. Like, really? Like, being full on. Being like, head over heels. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she was upset with him because of all of his shenanigans, because he was an ass. And... Yeah, I mean, this is this is weird to me, but we missed it. Like what Trevor said, I have no idea why they decided to stay together. That is really what the what if was in this scenario. But well, mm -hmm. and it was almost it like is. it almost was like when she and keep in mind, everybody, if you are listening, we are in full on spoilers at this point. Yes. So let me go back to what I was saying. <laughs> so it was it felt to me like every time that he watched her die, he was falling in love with her a little bit more each time like and it almost like started driving him even more nuts because yeah in our timeline it was kind of like okay whatever like they were fighting they were the, it didn't seem like they were in love exactly like you said and in this he just i mean he goes completely dark because of his infatuation and his love for this woman that we've never seen before um, which is very fascinating. It was it was a hard, well, a left left merge into a left lane and then Ooh, off ouch. a cliff. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that that was the precipice for the episode is that they're taking a drive. Usually in the, in the, in the film, he went on the drive by himself. This time she right. goes with him. That's the big difference, though, how he still didn't lose the use of his hands in the crash is also up which was kind of weird. Um, yes. I don't know. Maybe he was bracing her or something. I don't know what he was doing with his hands, but maybe he landed differently. Maybe. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. it's this little, it's nitpicky, but it, it was something I was thinking of. 
while watching the beginning. I will say that I enjoyed the second half of the episode more than the first half. The first Same half, I was with like, me. I kind of knew what they were doing because they've done this before in, in sci-fi. So I was like, all right, he's going to keep trying to save her. I well, and that was the, yeah, that was the thing that I, that I was saying, uh, in the non-spoilers is the fact that like, I almost felt like they were doing it almost too many times. Right. Like yeah, showing us. It. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, I, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all understand what you're trying to do. Like you don't need to do it 16 times before we're now into it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how many I, times I need to see her die. <laughs> like, well, right. like, like a vendetta against her or what, but well, shout out to Rachel McAdams again. She's in time traveler's wife and she's also in about know, time. Right? And so that's just who she, she's just in these time she's travel stuck. sad things. She's stuck oh, in that's time, just her man. role. <laughs> she is so good, man. She is so good. I wish they would have made the animation look more like her though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like the her, animation great on looked him. Nothing right? like, him. Oh my God. Yeah, it looked exactly like him. But her, not so much. So yeah. nitpicky. That's all it was. Yeah, so, and I did enjoy the animation show. more. Hmm? The, the 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 idea that Doctor Strange needs a love interest for this to work, I think that only works just because of the power of Doctor Strange. I was thinking about other superheroes, and I'm like, to destroy the universe, like even no matter how evil some of the heroes we know, they can't destroy the universe. Like Cap, no matter what he does, he's not going to be able sure. to destroy the universe. You know, Tony, maybe just because he's able to solve time travel in about six minutes. Thor, I think, could destroy worlds, but I don't know if he could destroy an entire universe. It takes a Doctor Strange level to destroy a universe like Wanda could. But, you know, so they had to introduce the love interest. To, you know, only yeah, know. it works with him. So it really yeah, comes they, down to magic at the end of it, because, I mean, like you just said, I mean, if let's say Hulk, Hulk can't do it because he's not magic. He's just big green thing. Correct. Captain America can't do it. He's kind of earthbound. You really can't do anything with Captain America at that point. Tony, eh, that's, that's skating the edge. Yeah, he created time travel in six minutes, but to absolutely shrink the universe into just you yeah you might hard. be able to screw it up but i don't think you'll be able to do what doctor yeah, yeah. Did. so you're right i think it is it comes down to magic the people who have the right the, the power of magic have the ability to do this possibly and he so, all he had was the time stone he had no other stones at this point yeah that's true that's the craziest part is like imagine if he had like a reality stone he could have changed reality for his uh is it christine was it christine his love interest in the i forget her i forgot her name yeah let's just call her rachel mcadams yeah (laughs) i have no idea i know christine's that car from stephen from stephen king yeah (laughs) gorgeous red cadillac love christine yeah um what was i gonna say Uh, so I don't remember what I was going to say when you cut me off. I forget <laughs> something about the sorcerer magic um, breaking realities. I don't know. I had something there. I lost it. So in this episode, we saw the Kraken looking creature again. Right, we saw the it the Hydra, first yeah. time in the Yeah, the Hydra in the first episode. Do you think we're going to see a live action version of this in a later film? Possible, yeah. I think anything's on the table with these what ifs, you know, I think they're kind of throwing things out there and seeing what sticks, what people like, what works in the narrative, possibly. It makes sense that they would choose that one. It's cool looking. Hydra related. But it's also much easier to animate, though, than do live action. 
Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Because Doctor Strange, all he does was cut off a couple tentacles. It's not like he killed the... Well, he did he destroy didn't... the universe, so yeah, right. I guess it is dead. Kind of, <laughs> Technically. Kind of dead now. Hmm. <laughs> well, no, he's a multi... The Hydra... It's not a he, but it's a multi-universe right. being. That's true. Isn't it... I think they said it in the first episode that it floats in between... Yeah. Uh, in between universes. Yes. <laughs> so just some of his tentacles got cut off. and Yeah, the rest of him is out the there like, you know, like knuckles, like running around like this. <laughs> that prick! Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think what they would call it if it's no longer eight octave. Oh, dude, trunch. that guy's got way more tentacles than eight. I don't know. He has tentacles yeah, in every universe. <laughs> Yes, he does. They're all over the place, man. They're up in there. <laughs> but the the cool thing about that aspect of this episode of him, like, you know, kind of absorbing the powers is it calls back to the comics where Doctor Strange really isn't magical himself. He borrows other people's magic. That's what his deal is. So he's constantly like borrowing other mystical beings powers to use it against other people. So they kind of touched on that in this episode, which I really enjoyed. So it's not just a time stone or reading a book of spells. He's actually right. using other people's powers. So, Dude, the way Pretty that cool. he was sucking their powers with, I mean, his glowing eyes and mouth Rad. and his ears, just that visual looked so good. Yeah, this is the best looking one, I think, overall. Yeah. The animation yeah. was stellar in that second half. Like, that's the yeah. kind of stuff I like. That's like the Black Cauldron, like, old school Disney kind of stuff that I like. You know, and then that thing style. he became at the end. Yeah, that, that was great. Just the, the mashup of all those creatures that he sucked in. Just that, it, that was an amazing As design. soon as I saw him get revealed, I'm like, that looks like Ganon from, like, the end of a Zelda game. You know, it has that same kind oh, of look. Oh, wow. That monster Ganon version. Oh, yeah. That's so good. So creepy. So... <sighs> Man, that. Sorry, I I had I had somewhere I was going with it, but I lost it. Someone it's else okay. take it's over. It's a crazy episode. It's a lot to. It digest. really was. It was a lot. It was an absolute lot because he spent centuries. Mm -hmm. From from what we find out is that he spent centuries sucking in all the powers of all these different creatures from around the universe. It, it it's really really pretty fascinating but i want to each character that he brought through i was like i want to know more of that i want to know more of that i want to know more of that you know the every cockroach who has the cape the yeah. cape what What's universe the... is the the sorcerer cockroach from right is what it is from is the same one as alligator loki maybe hmm. <laughs> oh my god we need a whole run. world where they're just animals dude that'd be See, great that'd be a great what if there. that's a great what if I wonder if that is going to be a what if, actually, because that would be fantastic. We finally but get alligator Loki doing something. But none of them talk. So they're just running around. Yeah, that's true. You can animate things without voice. Oh, it'd be hilarious. Like, that's I don't know what that's saying, but look at Wally. -E. That's one of the best Pixar movies. Go. And there is barely any dialogue yeah. for the first half of it. But this really is. For me, it's like I think my my issue is still like I don't buy the whole love story. Like I really wish they would have spent time with that instead of showing her die over and over again, <laughs> build that relationship. Um, but I, to Trevor's point too, I you know I don't know what else they could have done because they've already used up Wanda. 
and her grief and she did her thing. Yeah. So they didn't really have anybody else that could have done this level of destruction. I just, I don't know. Could there have been a different reason for him to want to go back in time over and over again to save something or change something that would have been different? It's really interesting because he is selfish and we see the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home and Doctor Strange is doing something that Wong particularly don't do this. And he's like, "Eh, I'm going to do it anyway, because pretty much that's who he is. (laughs) And he messes up like, you know, everything about Multiverse of Madness. It's like, oh, Wanda's going to mess the timeline up because she's going to try to bring her kids back. But the way Doctor Strange is acting so cavalier about Mm -hmm. time and he might mess it up himself that's what i'm thinking (laughs) he might even mess it up in spider-man and he has to fix it in his own style and he needs help with wanda it's like wait hold on wanda you have all this new power now come help me and so to see him like mess up already with this decision it it bends into the doctor strange isn't infallible like Literally, he probably mm-hmm. just doesn't like Tony, and that's the one solution he found. He's like, two birds, one stone. I can get rid of Thanos and Tony at once. So I only found one solution where we win, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That might even be darker than this episode, Trevor. <laughs> I do not want to wow. live like, a day He's like, maybe brain. there were two, but there's this other one where you also... <laughs> Hmm. You get a we'll possibility of living, growing old, watching your kid go to college, or oh, you shoot. die. And shoot, then shoot, there's more only powerful. one eye. You know, I looked. I, I swear, <laughs> Tony, I looked. Believe me, <laughs> only one, just the one. Oh, what can you do? What can you do? You gotta die. I don't know what to tell you. Sorry. Oh, what well, fun possibilities! I love it. Oh, uh, and the other big thing of this episode for me was that the Watcher finally was involved. <gasps> he was involved one of my favorite characters from the comics finally gets involved and great. we see him in the flesh it's not yeah it's not Over like a vision it's not in. like yeah exactly he came in and he showed his full body full face everything yeah, like that was cool something that was like head. whoa this is kind of a big deal yeah no he intervened this is kind of fun fun it to see it means it's a big Strange deal to be able to see him that too is a cool moment where he kind of like looks over his shoulder and is like, said, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's right? going on? Who's there? <laughs> Love that. It's like, that's how deep you are in your dark magic that you're now being able to hear the watcher, the narrator of the universe. Like, but that's... that almost, that almost like mm-hmm. brings the question up. The watcher is probably going to have a piece now in each uh movie he possibly coming more and more involved yeah he may i'm hoping so because i love jeffrey wright so if they bring him on screen for something, something i felt big, like, like the yeah. multiverse stuff sure absolutely i thought this That'd was be awesome. the best episode with him because like his voice really came out in it and it just it felt very booming and very powerful and i was like yes this dude is rad i want to yeah. see more of this guy and just him pondering like he the first time we see him he questions do i intervene you know, yeah. at the end, he tells Doctor Strange, sorry, there's nothing I can do. But he literally ponders it to himself. And he a says, I'm sure he does it all his the time, universe right? isn't worth it. It's not worth sacrificing all the other universes stability. Sure. Yeah, he doesn't want to risk that. You know, he's watching everything. It's like, mm. yeah. And he and he's like, like, I, I'm, I know how this is going to play out. And 
it happens <laughs> i will say that in the comics he's far more cheeky and this one he's a lot more serious like because he's mm-hmm. seen everything so he's always kind of like the wink and nod to the you know the camera kind of person in the right. comics so hopefully he does a little bit of that too maybe with the more fun episodes not the dark ones right <laughs> we'll see so yeah it was exciting well I really it is that aspect it is it. interesting to say, so it all ends with Doctor Strange ending the universe and he's stuck in his own little bubble that he created that yeah. kind of keeps him safe from now he lives out the rest of eternity in this little bubble which unless mm-hmm. he just lets that go but then again he's the most powerful being that's got every freaking thing sucked into him so I don't even know if he would be able to die even if he got rid of the bubble who knows right Right. He's stuck there for eternity, forever. Stuck. So wild to think about. All oh. those demons in his head. Oh my god, the demons in his head and then literal. having <laughs> Yeah, and literal demons. And then yep. having the just the repeating thought of losing your love and over everything? and over and over. And then the, he has the split personality where the other part of him is telling you telling him you are dumb. I told you specifically. Yeah, I, told you so. I told you so. I told you so. Oh, the other one is kicking back in his seat going, yep, yep, that's right. Yeah, 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 I'm sure I said something about (laughs) this, but, uh, yep, you wanted to do it. Uh, Here we are. (laughs) Okay, could have avoided it, but, uh, you know. I liked also the fights between the two strangers. That that was really fun. Yeah, as I said, that was my favorite part. This is fun to see all that different animation come to life and... Stuff you just can't really do on screen. I mean, I would love to see it on screen, but I just don't think you can have that level of power yet, you know, without it looking cartoony anyways. So, well, um, I like what it. Did, that yeah. Way. What did you guys think of um, when they when he jumps back and everything's kind of melting into some goo or whatever? It, it looked like goo to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or oil, like a blackish goo. So. Was that the universe kind of falling apart? I was trying to figure out really what was the goo. Yeah, I think because... it was just the magic, the like uh, kind of seeing the, the magical ramifications of the of the universe kind of melting away, just dissolving into whatever black magic that he had harnessed. I guess okay. in his reality. Whew. So and he was just trying to stop it. He was like, okay. <laughs> I like how nonchalant and cool he was, too. He's like, uh, this is happening, so uh, I don't know. Let's go do it. Well, it's worse. <laughs> even, even Wong. Wong was melting away in this black goo, and he's like, yep. you're going you're gonna to fix this, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> Your only hope. <laughs> we shall see. But um, it was cool to see uh, the other Sorcerer Supreme. I, I figure Tilda Swinton's character. Oh, ancient um, one? See the, the ancient, ancient one, one, yeah. So when she split the timeline is like a good like it's almost like a precursor to Spider-Man for people that, you know, hopefully aren't going to go into Spider-Man completely blind now. They're going to hopefully grasp it, the idea that what what Doctor Strange is going to do to to Peter is probably the same thing that she did to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think his was unintentional where hers was intentional. She wanted to make sure that there was a good version of him to fall back on to fight, you know. And help out. Had she literally created a what if inflection point to play out in real time. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That was a boss move right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hail mary, but it worked. 
Well, no, it didn't work, did it? It <laughs> didn't work. I mean, it kind of worked. That, but... That's the best part of this episode is that the heroes uh, always win and the villain didn't. Or the villain was successful. Opposite, right. Exactly. God, I'm just reliving that fight scene in my head. And yeah, the, the fact that the good Doctor Strange had the like spell that was like on him on him. And then every it time that he got hit, away. just like little pieces of it kind of flared away. It was like, ooh. Yep. But the one thing I didn't care for was when the bad Doctor Strang- Strange swipes it like an iPhone off his forehead. Oh, yeah. He swiped right on him. That's he just goes, fun. swipe. And it's done. I'll keep that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, swipe a little bit yeah. off your brow. I was like, his head's not an iPhone. Don't. Don't swipe his head. Yeah, <laughs> Did I you feel bad when the cape died? A little bit. Yeah. I felt bad. I always feel bad for it's like the carpet from Aladdin. It, it's like no. <laughs> no That's exactly what it is. Poor thing can't speak for itself either. Can't he sacrificed himself and it didn't even help. For nothing. For nothing. All because of the power of the cockroach cape. Yeah. Man. Could you imagine? Well, at least he's got the cockroach cape, so I guess he's not there alone in his little bubble for eternity. <laughs> True, yeah. They could play like patty the, cake or something. I yeah, don't know. name it Wilson. Yeah. Well, right at that it, okay, like, like the carpet. Here's here. Okay, so here's the thing that I'm thinking of uh, now is the fact that he was able to destroy his own universe, but he has taken demons and all kinds of other powerful powerful entities from other universes and galaxies or whatever what if he's able to control his bubble enough to go find another universe i my understanding is that that's it i don't think he can like i don't think he has access to do that hmm i mean he could always again if they're setting up the heroes of the multiverse they could always set up the villains of the multiverse. Yeah, that too. Hmm. Maybe somebody can break in there. I don't know. Well, my thought is, I mean, when I think of universes, I just think of a bunch of bubbles with galaxies and all that stuff inside of it. I'm thinking massive, obviously. Universe right. level. Universe level. It's like, it's like Men in Black, right? You know, the universe that's on Yes, the inside things, the, yeah. the marble. Yeah, so yeah, there's a the bunch of marbles all next to each other. Yeah. So what if if he could find another... But how would he do that? I don't know. Because all he's got is time stone. Do you just fast forward time until... I, I, I don't even know how you would do it. Because if you don't mm-hmm. have any other... He'd have to figure out whatever the Hydra does to transport between... That's true. Yeah. He'd have to or, access that. The thing is, it is... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think how far reaching is that tentacle beast? Like, is it just within his own universe? Like the multiverse within his own universe? Oh, <laughs> you know? boy. Or is it the multiverse of the multiverse? Because <laughs> so I, the one thing I was thinking of when I was watching this was the idea of the prism. So in the beginning of each episode, you see the prism break, you know, because he talks about reality as a prism. Never Whereas watched if that you show. Watch, if you watch Never the mind. the ti- the uh, TVA, uh, the timeline is a straight line that forks off. So it's a different analogy altogether. So I think that this might be a different concept than what is happening in the main MC- MCU stuff. But it mm. might not be. I don't know. I just think it's strange that they do mention it in a different way. They call it a prism versus the sacred timeline forking off into a multiverse. 
Because they, they don't mention that word that I can recall. Well, I mean, just Krang is going to, or Kang is going to have a different idea than the Watcher. That, that, that's true, sure. But I'm just wondering if the what ifs are almost like not even part of that idea of the multiverse. Like it's almost outside of that altogether. Like you can't access it. Like there is no way to get to there from where we are. But in the multiverse, you can go between those different multiverses, if that makes sense. Hmm. I kind of see what I, you're I think saying. It depends how successful what if is. Yeah, I just I don't know. It's just, it, there's a lot of stuff that Marvel needs to kind of, I think, hone in for people, because I feel like there's a lot of confusion out there. Like I've seen other people like, go, I don't know what the heck's going on. This doesn't make any sense. And like I, I I know enough because I've read enough of the comics and even I have a confusion of what they're trying to is saying. What is the multiverse and what isn't and what they're are the doing rules. some high level sciencey stuff for sure. They really are. They need to <laughs> they need to tell us what is what. You, you know, have to have like one clear voice for that. You know, you can yes. have different voices when it comes to events happening in one timeline. But once you or start or talking about right. all kinds of you need a one big voice for yeah. what is the scope of what's going on. Yeah. Is it a timeline or is it a prism? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we need to know. So that, well, that's my main gripe so far. Do you guys feel like Loki kind of explained that to an extent? Well, that's what Loki I'm saying. Explained he explained one. But One. the Watcher is explaining a different thing. That's what Prog's yeah. saying. Yeah, so do you watch the intros to the episodes, Alex, or do you do the skip intro? Oh, button? I skip intro. Okay, so... I'm not watching that Marvel <laughs> BS come towards uh, it. It's, it's actually <laughs> extremely important because he explains what is happening in What If, is that there are oh, like prism man. dimensions versus different timelines and stuff. Because like, there's a timeline within this universe. So it's almost like that's the multiverse within its own universe. Oh my God. Yeah. I know it's heady. It's heady stuff, but they're not telling us specifics. Yeah. That's why I want to know. So I understand the whole timeline thing. I understand the prism thing, but I don't know if they're going to be connected. If the cartoons versus the real life shows are going to be connected. They mm. may exist in two separate bubbles, but are they in the same, you know, Man, that's something. This about. is so tough. Yeah, you we'll got you went into a different ends. level. You went into a <laughs> yeah, different no, that's level. True. We'll see what happens and what if ends if they explain at the end of it and tie it all together somehow. Well, no, they're that, probably just going to have the watcher go, and that's your what if for uh, this time. Oh, keep in touch. <laughs> so, in the comic books, the what ifs are not like a multiverse at all. Like, that's not what they're for. They're meant to be just like a silly, fun what if as part of maybe the universe, but they're not going to have an interaction with anything, you know, but like Deadpool kills and stuff like that's oh. not technically part of the multiverse. It's a, it's literally just a, what if like, Hey, let's have fun and let's pretend kind of stuff. Whereas this is feeling like maybe it could be part of the actual MCU. Well, there, it seems like they're trying to make this full on canon to where we maybe? watch this and we go, okay, I can piece, take a little piece from this episode, little piece from this episode. and. Now that's going to be in Doctor Strange or maybe even a little bit into Spider-Man because Spider-Man's coming up and that's going to be right after what if is, is it? Yeah. What if will be done by the time Spider-Man comes out? Mm -hmm. So there could be something big in one of these what ifs where everything comes together and then it's like, ooh, that could pop up in Spider-Man. 
Well, just remember, yeah. don't listen to anything Kevin Feige says. So when he says that you won't need to watch the Disney Plus shows to understand the movies, that means the exact opposite. <laughs> like, I don't know why he said that. It's like, well, don't worry. Obviously. I don't listen to that guy anyway. So there we go. That works out. Right. <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts on the episode itself? Yeah. Uh, do you want to move on dude that fight scene i i just keep going back to it it really was good so i could i sure. would almost re-watch it just for the fight scene so yeah it was that's just well done because he, he actually used all the different beasts in different ways right too. it wasn't like just fist punching the whole time he was like here let me use this power and this power and the whatever the nightmare power was and then all these other different cool stuff um and did effect. you guys yeah, and did you guys notice these just the small, subtle, every time that he sucked in uh, an entity, his face kind of morphed into the entity for like a split second? A brief second. Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh, that's cool. that's, that looks rad. Yeah, I like when the tentacle goes into his neck. Oh, oh, yeah. That. <laughs> but the best part is when he sucked himself in. He just went on and took himself in. That was great. Hug. Hug. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I think I think that we're good on this one. analogy you just said, though. I mean, I didn't think about that at all, but he actually did it himself. Yeah, it was like a cartoon. Well, obviously it's a cartoon, but it was like really funny how like he grabbed him, like pulled him into this nightmare dimension. It was like, yeah. oh, that's rad. So cool. Because that yeah. was a really bet- quick, like tentacle grab. Yeah. I wonder if that kind of aspect is going to be in the new Doctor Strange movie. And I think it might. Yeah. Like that might be that horror aspect they're hinting at. I think they're going to mess with people's minds, man. Good. You don't know what reality you're actually in. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll show. we shall see. Cool. So that's episode four. And I'm excited mm-hmm. for what's coming. What for what mm-hmm. if next? But now next? for what if? We extend this dark timeline of Doctor Strange and applied it to other aspects. Because there's the idea of what if all heroes turn the villain? Or what if your favorite show actually ended up not having a good ending? What, right. So do you guys have any particular dark ideas? Wait, dude. <laughs> if your favorite show did not have a good ending, that happened to me. No, no, Game, no, Game no not, not good as in like you didn't oh. like it, but good oh. as in like a happy ending. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking Game of Thrones here. Sorry. I mean, you can if you want, but that's what not if what Game of Thrones that. ended with a better ending? <laughs> yeah, not not that. What like, if Dexter example, ended with a better ending? <laughs> well, they're, they're, it's coming back, so it might. I know. We'll see. We'll they, see. They're gonna decanon everything from five to eight or whatever. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. But I did have a, I did have one since we already did. I, I can't stop thinking about Star Wars. I'm sorry. That's just how, where my brain goes. And we had talked a lot about like, you know, what happens if Luke goes Nerd. dark. But I had a good one for for Leia in that. What if, you know, she saw that, you know, Luke, she went with Luke and trained with with Yoda and Yoda discovered, oh, you're 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 related. Let's let's train you, too. So they both train and Luke can't kill her father, but she's angry for Vader blowing up her planet. They're like, that was my adopted family. You abandoned me. It's like, this is this is where I grew up and he took it away from me. And now I'm going to strike you down and maybe she becomes evil and strikes him down. And the emperor wins and said, yes, you can rule alongside me. And maybe she wants to rule with her brother. <clears throat> what would happen to the resistance? Would she go back to them? She just pretty much abandons them at that point. 
Are they doomed then? Because they're not going to want to follow her. Oh, that's a fun one. I think I like yeah. the whole role reversal as well, like throwing Leia in there instead of like Luke turning bad or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of thought that, too, because I'm like, she was kind of underused. It was almost like Lucas had this idea at the very end of it all. I was like, wouldn't it be cool if they were brother and sister? <laughs> right. Yeah. It, oh, okay. and, and that's perfect way of putting it. She really was underused. If you think about each movie. I mean, yeah, she does a lot of really badass things. But for the most part. Like, she's not using the force. She's not using lightsabers. She's not fighting right. uh, Darth Vader or the Imp emperor yeah so it'd been kind of cool to see that it really would have so that was my that was one of my dark takes i had another one i have i'm gonna save for a later time because we're gonna be talking about a different fandom later so i'll hold on to that <laughs> for a later okay. episode so i have this goes on to the idea alex brought this up on an episode a long time ago but mm. so rick and morty has experimented with dark of course and they do all <laughs> kinds of timeline variations and dimensions and all that kind of good stuff but there's that Adult Swim, you know, animated version called Bushland Adventures, where it's the whole Australian version. If you guys haven't seen it, it's absolutely crazy. You can just look Have up not. Bushland okay, Adventures. Nice. All right. And writing the it down. idea is so Rick shows up and he's like, get in the car, you know, instead of getting in a ship. So I'm going to beep this out, but get in the fucking car, Morty. He says that over and over again. And he just, Morty's like, oh no, geez, Rick, I can't, I can't get in the car. We can't. He's like, we have to go over to a different part of Australia, you know, pick something up. And then Beth and Summer come out and they're like, you're not taking him again this time. So what if there's a version of Rick and Morty where mm -hmm. he doesn't, he's not a mad scientist. He's not brilliant. He doesn't go to different dimensions and he's just a creepy old crazy grandpa and they just go do things and he's, they, they're none of it. It's like. He's like, oh, we're going to go over to the bush dimension. Because he's like, Morty's like, oh, I really got to pee. Oh, we're going to go over to the bush dimension so you can go pee. pee. And what if he just makes up all the dimensions and he makes up everything? And it's all just, Rick is just a crazy old guy. He's doing like creepy pedophile stuff with Morty. And it's super God. dark. Like, they Hold need on. an episode original, of Rick and Morty. <laughs> this is the original Rick and Morty before Rick and Morty was picked up. The Bushland Adventures? It sounds it like be. it. Where Yeah, that where really crazy one. We might have to we might have to cut this out, but where he goes, Yeah, Morty, you you gotta lick my balls. You gotta lick my balls. That's the only way we're getting out of this dimension. You gotta lick my balls. He goes, no, oh, no, Rick, this, I'm not licking not your one. balls. Okay, we can cut that. We <laughs> the, Okay, because if you look up the original Rick and Morty on YouTube, that's what's happening. No, gotcha. it's like a fan-made Australian oh, version. Okay, it's a fan. Okay, okay. Yeah, and it's it's like a spoof off of season one, and just that whole idea that Rick is making this all up, and that's like Beth and Summer have tried to get a restraining order on Rick so he can has to stop coming around Morty, and these adventures that they're going on are just some creepy. Well, that's things that's always been my theory since season one was that it was all in his head and he's just taking so much drugs and drinking so much that he's just making this all up and like they're like just allowing him to take care of their kid which kind of makes sense if it if they have like a last season and they do kind of just say that it was a drunken stupor where all of this all happened because i mean if you watch some of these episodes there is some really bizarre stuff that happens 
I'm like, just telling this little kid to shove stuff up his butt. It's like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Sorry, no, dark. We gotta get back. Uh, <laughs> I just think, like... Oh, Morty. I don't know if they would land it, but that's something that would be the darkest version of Rick and Morty, that it's all just based in reality, and it, none of this crazy, science weird, wacky stuff actually happens, and it's just everyday stuff, and Rick is just a creepy old guy. Yeah. There you go. See, but if you watch the show, it's it's already kind of like that. He is a creepy old guy. <laughs> He's a yeah, creepy this, old grandpa. This way, it seems like it's there's no purpose to it. He's just crazy instead of wanting to actually go to different dimensions and do things. I don't know. I like this. All right. Yeah, I was trying to avoid fun. time travel stuff. I was like, yeah, time travel seems like it'd be too easy of a what if. I know. Um, I don't want to keep going kinda, back to like back to the future and stuff like that. You know, I just I really liked the idea, though, of the whole like, you know, what if you could yeah save somebody that you love that died or something? And like, would that take you off the path of, um, you know, good? You know, if you're consumed by this idea that in your head is like the right thing to do, like for Dr. Strange, it's like, oh, it's the right thing. To do. I should save someone's life. Right. Like, that's the person I love. That's a good thing, but it really, I mean, you're, you're destroying everything else around you. You're not on the path to really help others or anything else. Or well, with the doctor strange, he had someone tell him, dude, stop what you're doing. This is an event that happens no matter what. That's my point. That was my point. I forgot to make during the episode. So when the, the ancient one split reality, that technically tells us that it really wasn't uh, Dr. Strange's decision. He never made the decision one way or the other. She did for him. Right? If she split those realities and he didn't, he wasn't the one to make the decision to put down the time stone and go get tea. That's interesting. Yeah. That means it's not free will. Mm. Mm. So I just wanted to bring that up and I forgot to during the episode. But a lot of these what ifs are those kind of scenarios of like, you know, what if I decided not to go become the good guy because I have this other motive now to do this other thing that's really not going to take me down a path to become a hero. It's, you know, something that's going to lead me towards destruction in some way. So Hmm. thinking about what those could be, I I just think that most of them are going to be to like save somebody that you love. In some way, like Uncle Ben or, you know, Bruce's parents or whatever. Well, and that's that's where I was going to go is Batman. Like, what if let's just say let's it's just I mean, there's so many different what ifs with Batman. I mean, yeah, what if still. Batman's parents didn't die? I mean, and actually isn't I believe there is a cartoon out. It's either a cartoon or a comic where uh, Bruce Wayne's parents don't die. But Bruce and Joker, but Bruce Wayne's parents become batman or uh, it's oh god i can't remember what it was man that was like right on the tip of my tongue too no i know the i know what you're talking about i can't remember the title of it either right but i mean it's kind of funny now if you look back that there are like other what ifs out there in different like dc in all this other stuff and if you even like the star wars books I mean, there's a lot of books out there that aren't canon, but they've been published, and it's there. That's pretty much a what if scenario right there. Right. And there's so much you have a, content. Didn't you have a Didn't you have a Batman take about oh, Batman I, not really wanting to chase if, bad guys or something? Yeah, if he just decided to be just a just a billionaire, and he's like, and he doesn't become Batman, he's just some rich dude now. 
Like he would be Bezos. If Bezos wanted to be Batman, he's got the money and power behind him that he could do it. Not now. I mean, he doesn't have time on his side right now, but dude's going to space. He doesn't care. But we also don't have a serial killing clown running around killing hundreds of people. <laughs> that too. But I'm also wondering if like, how would he come to the decision? Would his parents then not be murdered in the alley? Where they just handed him the money and he is just like this rich kid that grew up to become the billionaire. And well, yeah, at that crime? point, that'd just be it, any rich kid right now where the parents just leave them all the money and they're just like, okay, well, well what if this? I got what Lambo. If he was, what if he was the rich kid? Um, they had no other kids, you know, just like in the book. So he's a, he's a single, you know, kid. Um, they ignore him his whole life because they're busy off being Ooh. billionaires or running the business. So he gets bored. He grows up, has all his money, but doesn't really have anybody to pay attention to him. So he allows the bad guys to get away with their crimes so he can catch them with all of his gadgets and gizmos, and just, but allows him to them to just wreak havoc on the city and kill people and wait until they are done killing people, then get them. Or yeah. let's let's jump back what you were saying about his parents ignoring him. Let's mm-hmm. say his parents were ignoring him because, yeah, they were taking care of a company, becoming mil- billionaires, whatever. And he feels so alone that he ends up being a bad guy. He still turns into Batman, but Batman is now a bad guy rather than a good committing guy. And stuff. Yeah, committing crimes rather than being a vigilante. Like, look at me. Yeah, give me attention. I want mm. the attention. Why am I not getting it? And then he now gets the attention. Batman strikes again. Where is he? Who is he? You know what I mean? Now he's getting that attention that he's been craving from his parents, but now he gets it from the media. Nice. Mm. Ooh, that's a really fun one right there. And then who knows? Maybe the Joker is the good guy. Yeah. No, well, or they team up, or Robin is the guy who needs to bring down Batman. Who knows? But sure. man, that's a fun like one it. right there. Yeah. Oh, is there man. any? Are there any universes that you guys can think of that are typically bright? Because I mean, like Batman's kind of dark. Okay. I was Care Bears are super. I mean, if you bright. want to, sure, <laughs> sure, let's go. That, but you know what I mean, like not ones that are necessarily already kind of dark, but like ones that aren't dark that could become dark because of the the hero succumbing to the dark side so i feel like a lot of stuff i'm thinking of are already kind of dark in in and of themselves like harry potter star wars um batman obviously like they're already kind of dark man that's what would really change the dynamic of a universe that's fairly light like maybe the bad guys aren't necessarily pure evil That's a that would be fun, I would think. Yeah, 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 to yeah. To destroy that civilization. Carry Bears could be an idea, sure. Well, no, I, I was just goofing off when you said, oh, a light and bright place. Yeah. <sighs> I know. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. Um, well, let's, let's, uh, you guys know Five Nights at Freddy's. Let's turn Five Nights at Freddy's to, let, Trevor here is wearing Mickey Mouse ears. Let's mm-hmm. say let's say Disney World at night becomes Five Nights at Freddy's and kids sneak okay. in and Mickey Mouse is now murdering people who trespass on to Disney World. <laughs> there, there's your what if dark scenario. OK, I, I was going to go more with Sorcerer Mickey when a Sorcerer Mickey went out of control and didn't stop <laughs> and was liking it so much. He ended up flooding the whole world and killing everybody, you know? Oh, what if, what if the sorcerer never came back in for his hat and stopped him? 
What if Sorcerer Mickey actually created the 40 days of floods that Noah Mm. built his ark with? (sighs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, uh, What about you, Trevor? Anything else? Any other kind of what ifs from Disney, maybe? (laughs) So I guess with Disney, you have the idea of uh, Onward because they brought the dad back and they only bring half back. But a lot of things where they bring back things from the dead, it's like a whole necromancy thing. It's not what you intended to bring back. So you could have that whole movie, but it's not like an uplifting kind of brother finding love. Mm. It's about we just brought this creepy thing back and we don't know what magic is at all. And it, it does bring magic back to the world, but it's all just dark magic. Yeah. What if they're told that they can bring their dead back with it, but like they keep trying and they keep messing up and bringing back like creepy people from the past and evil dictators and stuff oh yeah well at that point now you're just looking at you're looking at like a walking dead because they'd all be zombies at that point (laughs) some like half zombies (laughs) just the feet walking and they're standing at big dictators they've got their podium in front of them and they're They're stomping their feet and they can't hear what they're saying like i don't know what you're saying Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh my god i can follow that right another <laughs> one what if you crossed over monsters inc with assassin's creed where they don't use the doors to scare kids they go and kill people because they have these wow. doors that go to everybody wow. on earth and they just kill people well hold on instead that. of instead of monsters inc <laughs> what if what if dude this is you just opened up a whole window into my brain. Uh, what if the Assassin's Creed actually were sorcerers like Doctor Strange, and that's how they go in and out of certain areas? Yeah, and maybe their powers are only only powerful for enough because you can only make like one portal, and then you've got to escape like an assassin does what on are you Assassin's doing? Creed. I'm an assassin. Shut up. <laughs> Dude, that's really cool. That's a great idea. I love that. Because essentially the doors are the same thing as the the portals. Yeah, the portals. Yeah, the portals. Yeah, they're portals. That's what they are. Well, I was gonna say the doors are kind of like um, I was gonna say the Beatles, but they're not like the Beatles at all. I was trying <laughs> to make a dumb music joke, and it didn't come out very well. Sorry, okay. guys. I am sorry for my awful. Are jokes. you trying to compare the doors to the Beatles? That I was, we were no, no, to no, 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 no. Okay. It was just a music right. joke. It was try. I was, was trying to be funny, and it fell flat really hard. Uh, a B flat, maybe. B flat. There you go. Mm. See, now you're a thinker. I like C that. sharp. <laughs> I think Trevor's looking at is around his room for inspiration at the moment. Yeah, I was thinking of bright, positive things that you could. I know it's dark. hard, right? It's fun turning know. things dark. Well, but that's mm. the funny thing is you yes. brought up Disney. If you could take almost any Disney property, let's say Lion King, mm. let's say Scar actually does succeed in taking over Pride Land and he really does make it go, make it just terrible and it stays that way. I mean, you could then jump over to 
any other give me another give me another one give me Aladdin. another Aladdin Jafar Aladdin doesn't Jafar get defeated. Yeah. doesn't get defeated yeah, the, he the, actually the does fun. turn into the ultimate powerful genie he's the sorcerer supreme he turns into sorcerer supreme that, that's 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 the that's the end the fun part is finding out what the hero's the failure was point. to get to that yeah. point yeah that's more fun than yeah of course the, that that's what we're talking about is well abu doesn't wins. take the it's lamp the why out of jafar's waistcoat and so he gets trapped in the cave and there's no Jafar He's just done. goes unhealed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see? See? See, you could take any property. Yeah, Nala doesn't come can. and snap some sense into Simba, Simba. so he just stays with so, Timon and Pumbaa his yeah, whole life. Yeah, in a paradise. <laughs> in a freaking paradise. Right. Why did Simba... Well, I know why Simba left, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you're leaving this awesome oasis to go to pride rock mm. Mm. it's like beauty and the beast what if the she doesn't get so what if she doesn't fall for the beast in time and he stays the beast the rose or, the final rose falls down what if yeah, the she, beast just stays that? a prick the entire time that too yeah and doesn't have a heart or he just eats her and just yeah. that's, the, that's a really hungry. quick movie <laughs> <laughs> Be I haven't eaten ah, in a while. Dinner, be your dinner. Put her. Yes. <laughs> like we're not gonna get de- Wait, we don't get monetized, so we're not gonna <laughs> so get demonetized. You can't, can't be demonetized <laughs> if you weren't monetized in the first place. So don't worry, you're fine. Well, so I, I, I know we talk about um, Wizard of Oz a lot, and. I would say probably it, it, it was a really fun and I would say it was a what if this is a what if series, but it was mm-hmm. the what if I think I want to say it's called Tin Man where. Uh, oh, God, no, no. Zoe Deschanel was in it, but uh, Tin Man was actually yeah, like a right, cop or something like that. And mm-hmm. it's actually really fascinating. You know what? Here, you guys talk amongst yourselves. So I'm going to look up what it's called. <laughs> I'm like, I think it was called Tin Man. It was on sci-fi like 10 or 15. Years I ago. actually, yeah, it was. I actually had a blast watching that. And that was a what if right there. Like, what if, you know, they they weren't like an actual Tin Man? What if it wasn't an actual cowardly lion or a scarecrow? Like, if they were real people that actually needed, like the Tin Man needs a heart, but he's a cop, but he doesn't. Ugh, but I'm a rough, gruff cop, but I need a heart. Right. That's the fun. <laughs> what if? What if all the things that are fantastical are actually based in reality? Based in reality. Normal. Yeah. Well, like what if one, Harry that was Potter? The show he, once. He's oh. just in the cupboard the <gasps> whole time. Don't don't get into Harry Potter stuff. No, you can't get into Harry Potter <laughs> because this is a dark version of it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're gonna focus yeah. on the actual timeline of Harry Potter <laughs> later, but again, imagine if he is in the cupboard and he just creates this whole world. Essentially, the Dursleys just send him to an insane asylum at some point, and it they was admit all in him. his he, head the whole time. He can't time. get out until eighteen, <laughs> and so he goes to Hogwarts from eleven to eighteen, but it's actually just an insane asylum. Yeah. He thinks wow. he thinks it's a school. He's like, hello, fellow classmates. And like, there's another inmate drooling on themselves. Some red. Oh, that's inmate. Mr. Droolsley over there. He's the he's the potions master. Yeah, you can get dark really quick by just making fantasy real. Yeah, yeah maybe that's what it is—is is just turning it all into 
realistic. Yeah, because our our reality is pretty dark on its own. Yeah. Like, Ooh. no, Dorothy, the house didn't fall on that woman's head. You bashed her brains in. That's what you did, Dorothy. <laughs> oh, that's why your shoes are red. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it was the blood that soaked into the shoes. Yes. Good Amazing. lord. <laughs> yeah. You guys are dark, man. <laughs> Oh man, we should end it there. That was fantastic. Yeah, probably because <laughs> I, I'm not going to be able to think of anything darker than what's going on rattling around in y'all's brains. Mm-hmm. It's so fun it's though. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah, so positive is. and uplifting. It's like a transport away from reality, but reality it can come seeping back in at any moment. Mm, yeah, I dig that. Cool. All right. I think we so can wrap everyone. this one up. Stay tuned for What If Episode 5 discussion next week, and who knows, we might extend that Batman-DC connection, I think. Maybe. What if? I don't know. (laughs) Until then, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. Frog out. Adios, y'all.